Welcome to Monster Game Night, a dark comedy actual play podcast where we sit down to put the please stop in tabletop. Be warned, this show is not appropriate for children. Our humor is tasteless, the violence is graphic, and our puns are terrible. Welcome to our Zombie World mini arc, where our survivors attempt to build a safe haven in post apocalyptic Kingsport. I'm Mike, playing Bobby Simmons, the veteran. It's Ben playing Caleb Swarson, the visionary. This is Nick playing Max Million, the musician. And this is Chris playing Harry Olsen, the doctor. And I'm Russell, the GM for tonight. So boys, tell us what happened last time on Zombie World. Well, last time everything was going just fine in the hospital and then the power goes out. So now we're just on borrowed time, living on backup power. After determining the issue and realizing our best bet was going to an auto parts store to find our solutions, my esteemed colleague, of course, managed to trip an alarm while doing his fine lock picking. And we also had a motorcycle headed our way, so we were in quite a dire situation. Of course, what my colleague isn't telling you is that I rescued his life from the clutches of a zombie. (sighs) Then we got back. I fixed the Jenny with that oil we requisitioned. And then, to my supreme delight, we heard the sound of ACDC's Highway to Hell come over the speakers, and I just know we got a zombie horde incoming. We're all gonna die. The camera pans down into the basement of University Hospital, where we see our group of intrepid survivors just finishing repairing the generators. And as soon as those generators turn back on, Blasting through the intercom is ACDC's Highway to Hell. We hear as that plays down the hallways of the hospital, chains rattling, zombies moaning. And you think you hear just for a second coughing. What do you want to do? So just a point of clarification, Caleb was on his way to meet with Louisa. Did he make it before? Or right before he leaves to go meet with her. Gotcha. So is that where you're going to go meet with Louisa? I was on my way, yes. Okay. I think I'll start running at this point. (laughs) Max, are you going with him? Because you two were together and he had calmed you down. Yeah, going with. Going with, okay. We got to get this speaker to stop playing. I'm rushing off to go figure out where there's some kind of room where I can shut these speakers up. First things first, I'm going to start with Bobby. Bobby, you rush from the generator room and you head immediately to really the only place you can think of, which is the security room. Um, I need you to assess a bad situation. So draw steel from the survivor deck. One, two, three. First draw of the game. It's a wits awareness roll, as always. <laughs> yes, as yep. it should be. Miss, miss opportunity. Uh, counts the triumph. You mark a stress. I am going to take that triumph. I'm going to mark a stress and take a triumph. Okay. Yeah. So immediately, Bobby, you look around and you find the AV system that's used. And it's really remarkable that no one in the Enclave has seen where someone went and just plugged in an iPod to it. And we're not talking like a new fancy touchscreen iPod. No, no, no. This is one of the old school, 
early 2000s iPod with like the scroll wheel, everything, right? I hate these things. I take my crowbar and I'm just shoving it straight through the screen of it. Yeah, I'm just going to say you do that. And immediately the music stops. All you hear now is the shaking of chains. And you actually hear the chains shake, shake, and then they kind of slip off. Oh, who placed those? Must and you just man. hear a crash to the floor. The hell was that? I don't know, but I'm not sure. We should wait around to find out. Let's go. Nope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you. Let's go. So you two actually pass by the security uh, room that uh, Bobby is in. And you're rushing down the hallway and trying to get up the stairs to go see Louisa. And you notice that the double doors at the, like you're, you're going down the hallway and immediately to your right, there are double doors that used to be chained. The chain's no longer there. It's actually on the floor and the doors are wide open and you're immediately confronted by about six zombies just shambling in. Oh God, nope, nope. What do you do? Back it up. <laughs> going, going back in that security room. Hey, Bobby, let's just close this door. <laughs> okay, so you're running back. <laughs> what are you doing, Caleb? Um, so I assume they're blocking the way that I'm trying to head. They are. If not right now, they will be. And if you try to run past them, they will definitely get an opportunity to grab you. Okay, yeah. You know, I'm I'm going to decide that it's better to head back toward my allies as well. So I'm going to follow along okay. and then instantly shut the door. Um, we have a potentially massive problem. Seems like that that uh, quite musical tune has awakened every uh, one of the zombies that was shut in that cafeteria and the chains have come off. They're out in the hallway right now. How many? How many are out there? I, all of them. All of them. I, I, I think I had time to count six. You think that's it? You think there's just six? There are three of us, two each. We got this covered. Uh, mm, uh, if you're confident, great. Um, Look, we each got take, what covered? We each take a weapon in one hand. I pull out my machete in the other hand, a, a crowbar in one. Let's just do it. Let's just get in there and get our hands dirty. Um, do, do you? Well, do, I don't have a weapon. You made me break my knife. And yes, uh, I I quite clearly am not a man that is very proficient with weapons. I just look, we got we got kids in here and if we leave. All right, Bobby, I'm going to open this door for just a second. All right. You got a man. All right. You watch my back, kid. You're going to come with me and you're going to keep an eye on my six and make sure that nothing gets behind yep, me. Right? right. Yep. I will watch it right from the other side of this door. You can't leave me out here alone. Come on, kid. Preacher, man, I saved your life. Come Look on. Look at you, man. You got this. I do got it, but that mean, don't mean I you got alone. You don't need alone. me. I, I would just get in your way. Is there anything else sitting around that I could use? Uh, you are more than welcome to attempt to find something. All right. So I assume that would be assessing a bad situation? Yeah, I think so. All right. Draw and steal. Okay. Got to shuffle that deck, of course. No, shuffle the deck. Sorry. I did not. It's going to be bad because I'm doing it real quick. Just FYI, if you are pulling from the survivor deck, you're going to be the one shuffling, looking at Mike. Good to know. Sorry about that. Oh, no, you're fine. I'm just giving you a hard time. Two misses. Yeah. It, no, nothing really looks like it would be useful. I mean, you find an office chair, you know, one of the swivel chairs. Um, you find a lamp. Maybe that's useful. Like, I'm thinking one of those, like, uh, you know, the lamps from... Uh, 
Toy Story. Yeah, that, the Pixar lamp. Yeah, the Pixar yeah. lamp. Yeah. Yep. I got an idea. What if we try to trap them in here in the security room? What if we try to lure them? We all climb up through the air ducts. We pull ourselves up into the air ducts above us, try to lure the zombies in. We make a whole bunch of noise in here and we pull our way out and then we slam the door and trap them in here. That would require time for us to climb into the air ducts. We got time right now. Let's just go. Well, then how would we us. make the noise? We'd hang down and bang a crowbar on a door. It's not complicated, preacher man. It makes some sound. How would we shut the door? One of us is waiting on the other side, drops down from an air vent. Are, runs over and slams the door. Are you sure the air vents work in that fashion? I, I don't... saw it in the movie. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yippee Kaye, go fuck yourself. Apparently so. <laughs> this is not going to work. Die Hard was a documentary. A Christmas documentary. It's a Christmas. <laughs> it, it, I will agree that it's a Christmas movie, but it's not a documentary. Okay. Um, Listen, we got to make a decision right now. I suppose I could throw this chair at one of them, but I don't think I can contribute any more than that. So I will let you look again if you want Marco stress. And I will have someone else look, not I'll look. Caleb. Okay. I'm looking. Marco stress. Look. Okay. Um you get plus one for this. I get plus one. What am I drawing? Um it would be assessing a bad situation, which is steel. Steel, steel plus one. Miss. Triumph. Edge. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, you actually, Max, look around and you notice that somehow, fucking Caleb, man, he just is fucking blind. And there, there right are, there... There are different types of panic, sir. Uh-huh. Um, is a... One of those, like, cages that, like, they would typically, like, keep weapons in and stuff. And you notice inside, someone has stocked it with baseball bats, uh, a couple of cricket bats. But is it unlocked? It is unlocked. Fuck. Damn it. <laughs> All right, Max, that looks like your calling card. You're good at baseball, right? What? More of a cricket kind of guy? Yeah, sure. Cricket. Let's do this. Come on, preacher man. Very well. All right. I push the door open. What are you doing? I make sure that these two are behind me. I start to pull them along with me because I ain't going into this alone. Oh, no, I'm... I'm <laughs> Let I, go of me, I'm, god damn it. I'm staying behind and I'm shoving Max out the door. Because <laughs> if he has man. to go, I, if I have to go, he's definitely going. <laughs> we shouldn't leave the room. We are leaving the room. Clear your stress. <laughs> <laughs> and uh i think this is this is clearly a fight the dead yep, yep. action flip it over so did i steal this from you you did no you okay. did you did i am fighting the dead and uh i draw savagery and we said we got to shuffle before we draw yep. uh this is actually going to be from the bite deck oh, okay bite deck. not from the survivor deck because right. this is you get to skip shuffling a zombie move congratulations mm -hmm. Choose one. Uh, just a reminder to our listeners, the zombie deck doesn't get shuffled until the bite card has been revealed. Bite. Or the bite deck, yeah. We got a threat, safe and a threat. Of course I'm taking safe. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, well, I don't got to worry about the edge, so I take safe. Nothing goes wrong. We lead in, you grab your cricket bat and your baseball bat. We rush in crowbars and machetes a-flailing. Now, does that mean it only goes right for you? Correct. It only goes yes. right for 
Thought so. For Bobby. So you guys see Bobby rush out with a machete in one hand and a crowbar in the other. iPod still impaled on the crowbar. (laughs) (laughs) That's why it goes well. And you just see him cut down three of the six zombies, like immediately. It's actually quite glorious to see. I told you you didn't need us. It ain't hard, but I can only take three at once. I need you to deal with the other three. Yeah, I can't do this. Get those back in there. Oh, we have to. That's right. We only shuffle once the bite card is drawn. Gotcha. Okay. So I left it in there. Who's for going you. next? There I left it in there for left. you, preacher. Uh, man. Considering I shoved Max out the door, I think he has to go next. Oh, <laughs> is your savagery only one? Yes. <laughs> As is mine. Oh, okay. So uh, with that, you see I Max. Close my eyes and swing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Max just walks forward and just swings willy-nilly, kind of going <laughs> in front of him. And he takes out one more zombie. There are two left. Oh, this is going to go very badly. Here we go. Threat. Okay. Something breaks. Okay. Yeah. So, Caleb, you start walking forward, determined to get two with one shot to one up Bobby because this motherfucker he makes you look bad all the time he does and you swing and apparently this baseball bat this Kingsport slugger oh (laughs) good save well known (laughs) well known Kingsport slugger you lean back so and as you hit the zombie's head it breaks there's one zombie left I got this one for you, Preacher Man. It ain't even a problem. You stunned him. Of course, I'll take three. And I got two safes and a threat escalation. Of course, I'm going to take that safe. Yeah. So, Bobby, you finish him off. I take the last. As the Kingsport slugger is shattering over his head, I catch one of the splinters out of the air. And I kneel, I tackle the zombie to the ground, and I shove that shard of wood through its head. I just give a long look at Caleb. (laughs) (sighs) Fuck yeah, that wasn't so hard. Don't ever ask me to do that again. (laughs) We better get this door closed up before more come in here. I mean, does it look like more are coming? I don't know. Let's take a look. All right. Yeah, assess a bad situation. All right, I got a miss and an opportunity. So... You know what? Yeah, I'll mark stress to make that try. Okay. Yeah, so as you're looking around, you don't see any other zombies coming down that hallway. Um, But you notice that, I'll give you this, uh, the chain appears to have been, like, cut most way through, and then just stress caused it to pop off. So we're going to need to find something else to secure this door. Do you see that right there? I do. We got a real saboteur in our midst. I think at this point, we need to locate the police to make sure that they're down here to keep an eye on this. I agree. Didn't we leave? Well, we got to leave one watching the generators because we still only got one of those up. That's right. We're stretching ourselves thin, but I agree. We don't have anything. We're going to have to go hold it shut for a little bit till we get something through it. There's got to be here. Give me the remnants of your baseball bat. I'll shove that through the handles for a second. Okay. Yeah, so you shove it in there and you think it'll hold at least for a couple minutes. Let's go. We got that. We got our shop or something. We got to have some chains from a hoist, right? I think you can handle that. I'm going to go figure out what Louise is doing. Shouldn't be wandering off by ourselves here. We got zombies in here. We just had a big threat. 
You two can stick together if you want. I think I'll be okay. No, I'm going with you. It's okay. Bobby's Bobby's good. He doesn't need me. Uh, right, listen, Bobby? I needed you guys to watch my back. If I have a group of four zombies, I'm in trouble. No, you didn't. You took all of those zombies by yourself. You didn't need us at all. You were great, kid. You got one of them with your cricket bat. I'd never seen such a fine swing from someone who's so new to it. I don't know what you're talking about. I closed my eyes, and when I opened them again, they were all you down got a natural killer instinct. <laughs> I actually, you know what? I happen to agree, Max. I think you can stay here. Uh, orders. No. Listen, Max. Why don't you just go find me some chains? Preacher man can go talk to Louisa. I'll stay here and watch this door. And if anything bad comes out of it, I'll be ready. Wait, what? You want me to go off by myself? Just find us some chains. It. Uh. Okay. I think that's a good course of action. This is a bad idea. You think everything's a bad idea. It will be fine. Max, you got you got two choices here. You can either guard the door or you can go find some chains. Which one do you want? You, you hold the door. All right, I'm holding the door. All right, Max, where are you going to go find some chains at? If you remember, you guys have a garage where you have a bunch of spare parts for the helicopter and some odds and ends. Is that the only place where we have stuff? I think so. I'm going to go look in the nearest janitor's closet. Because janitors are known to have chains all over the place. The kinky one. Damn it! (laughs) What you're not aware of is actually this hospital was on a BDSM film set at one point. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Times get tough. Yeah. They have to make the bill somehow. Uh, Okay, so you're going to go to a janitor's closet. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So you go to the janitor's closet. Um, remarkably enough, you don't find any chains or anything like that. You do, however, find like some scrubs and that kind of stuff that you could possibly tie the door, uh, with. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, no, Caleb, (laughs) you start running up the stairs and as you get to the main hallway of the, uh, enclave, you notice that there's a lot of people shuffling around, but you also notice that there is a lot of people going to the infirmary. And when I say a lot, like you guys have like 24 people in the enclave, right? Mm-hmm. About eight of them are either in the infirmary or what you would call an infirmary. And the rest are like running around trying to prepare for something. You're not quite sure what you see Louisa standing in the middle directing people. Yeah, you go and go get some water now. And you see, you see her pointing to a group of guys and they're rushing off to go get buckets of water. What do you do? I'm going to go right up to her. Louisa, we made it back. And obviously you can tell we turned the generator on by what you heard. Yeah. Well, what was that ACDC playing? I believe so. Who did that? We, we don't know. Uh, Bobby found an old iPod plugged into the speaker system downstairs. How old? Very old. One of those old models with the, the, the not even a touch screen. Wow. I can't believe those are even so working. Duh. I don't think we should be worrying about that part right now. Unfortunately, I've come to tell you something else. Um, it seems as if the saboteur has continued their deeds. They cut through most of the chain that was holding the cafeteria shut and it's not shut any longer. Well, we'll have to add that to our list of mysterious 
incidents that have occurred what, while you've been gone. What else has happened? Well, um, you know, we, we heard a motorcycle go by and a couple minutes later, Roxana came in and she told us a horde was on its way. And so I've got our security detail down, watching the doors, making sure that we're safe. We've got some kind of mysterious outbreak going on. People are having diarrhea. They're getting sick. We're not sure what's going on. Have you asked Harry about this? Harry's the one that discovered it. You know, he he started getting people coming in sick, complaining about diarrhea, like I said. It's even worse. One of our one of the young kids that it, it was in your class, she she has a fever and we're not quite sure what's causing it. Oh dear. Have you checked the water? We have not. We have not had a chance to check anything. <sighs> we are literally trying to to handle this zombie horde first and then then we'll have to figure that out. Well, uh I think as you can tell, I'm probably not going to be as effective with the zombie horde as most. So with your leave, I'd like to see if I can assist with this infection issue. Sure. If that's if that's what you think is the best use of your your talents. Okay. Yes. yes um, thank you. Thank what you. about what about the the door downstairs? So Bobby is watching it. Max went to try to find some extra chains, but as you know, Max tends to uh, be governed by his impulses. So, so some uh, further assistance down there might be good. Okay. Before you go and check in with with Harry. Uh, please make sure that door is taken care of before anything else. Or we have to make sure that no more zombies can get through. Oh, very well, very well. Okay. Um, do you happen to know where I might be able to locate some chains? Uh, well, there's uh, our supply closet right down, you know, right down there. And she points down a hallway. All right. I'll go. I'll go check that out. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to sprint down the hallway towards the supply closet. Okay. Yeah, you get to the supply closet and lo and behold, there's a couple of lengths of chain that you've used in the past to, you know, secure doors with. All right, I guess I'll drag these back downstairs. All right, so, <laughs> Bobby. I'm just watching these doors make my day, zombies. Yeah, as you're watching the door, um, zombies are actually, you hear them shambling down the hallway. Behind me or on the other side? On the other side of the door. The other side of the door. Yep. And they start banging against the door. Don't you make me get my crowbar out. You stay quiet. I need you. Well, actually, what are you going to do? I'm not going to I'm not going to do this for you. I'm going to keep watching. And if it looks like they're about to break that Kingsport slugger that's shattered, I'm going to go ahead and shove my crowbar in there because they should have a hard time breaking that. And if they reach any hands through, I'm going to be doing a little bit of machete work to take those hands away Maybe slide it between the gaps in the doors and get me a... So, I need you to... It sounds like you're doing a barricaded place against the zombies. So, I am. draw survival. All right. Thanks. That is two for me. A threat and threat. Draw more zombies to the area, I suppose. Okay, yeah. So, it's actually nothing you do. It's what you fail to do, I'm... which is fail to barricade in the first place. And as you are trying to, like, shove your crowbar in, the sound of all the zombies banging on the doors just attracts more. And you actually hear what sounds like a window break on the other side of the door. 
Still on the other side. So on the other side. So I could, so Bobby would gather that the window to the street has broken and we got a horde on the other side of these double doors. That's real bad. I'm still trying to work my crowbar in there, but I don't know what else I'm going to do. About this Max, time. I need some help over here. Bobby. Hey, Bobby. Hey, look, I, f- I found some scrubs. I tied them uh, together. Kid, you, you did great. I'm sure that this will make a real difference in holding these doors together. How good are you at tying knots? Yeah, anything's better than that replica bat that... Just help me get grab? this crowbar shoved in there. It's metal. That's going to be hard yeah. to break. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. So oh, Max, in there. draw a uh, uh, survival. Uh, it'll be from the bike deck. Okay. Deck's getting okay. awfully small. Yeah, that bike cart's getting closer and closer. <laughs> yeah, so you, Max, you shove that crowbar in and just for good measure you take some of those scrubs and you tighten them against the handles and tie a a quick square knot on it and it looks like it's going to be okay for now that was my lucky crowbar but it's a good cause all right it's good we're 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 leaving the ipod as a message to them (laughs) about this time caleb you arrive at the door with your chains out of the way out of the way i found chains Finally, preacher man. Yeah, well, Max took care of the situation for us. Everything's well in hand. I think he could just carry those right on back up the stairs. No, I have dragged these down here. We're putting these on the door. No, we're gonna. We you got to say no. I was ordered to bring them down here and chain this up. We're doing it. Listen, this door's already secured. Saving for the next bar. I do got some bad news. So when I heard a window break on their side, so we may have essentially an unlimited number of zombies on the other side of this door. So I can understand a belt and suspenders approach to this. Exactly. A he what? wants to use more things. <laughs> so with that, can I avert disaster mm-hmm. by trying to change these doors shut? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and uh, draw survival. Out of the bite deck? Nope. Uh, the survivor deck. Got it. I drew another opportunity. So yes, I will mark another stress to treat it as a triumph. The other one was a miss, obviously. Yeah, so you take those chains, you wrap them around several times around the handles, and just for good measure, you take the padlock that you that were with the chains and you snap it shut. And you feel like this is pretty decent enough to even take out the crowbar and hand it back to Bobby. I guess you can have this back now. I did like it, I'm, but I'll take it back. <sighs> the other fortunate thing is I have no idea where that key is. What, what key? The, on, the the door? Padlock. on the padlock. Don't think we're going to need it anyway, so that's I'm all saying right. in case the saboteur is around and listening to us. Could you say that a little bit louder? That was the point. Saboteur, if you're listening to us, we got no idea how to open this door. I'm looking around for the someone. The saboteur <laughs> goes, ha, 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 ha. No, no. Real quick aside, Stacy, all the time when like when she was walking down the street at night or whatever, no matter what street, like brightly lit part of town, anything, she just constantly talks to herself loudly and goes, "I'm just glad I have this gun in my pocket." <laughs> she does it all the time. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> What's the doc doing at all this time? We're about to go find out. You're about to go find out. I was trying. I don't to, know. I don't know. I was trying to force that action before, and I got told to fuck <laughs> off. So, <laughs> okay. 
Well, why don't you tell us about the sickness thing? I am. I'm that would lead into it. <sighs> All right. All right. Now, unfortunately, one other problem has reared its ugly head other than the horde. Would you stop causing problems? This isn't a problem I caused. It happened while we were gone. There's a sickness that apparently is spreading among some of the people here. One of the girls I was teaching earlier today is apparently very ill. Others are reporting diarrhea. They're sick up there? Yes. And that's where we're going? We have to go help. We got sick kids, Max. We can't duck out of this one. About that time you hear... (laughs) And you see a little girl with pigtails and little, uh, like, uh, Annie suspenders. Like the the Raggedy Ann suspenders and dress. And she's walking from the courtyard inside coughing her little lungs out <laughs> you see what i'm <laughs> oh no where did you caleb yes georgina you? i i don't feel so well well yeah, come <laughs> you're not the only one it's okay we need to take you directly to the infirmary let's go see dr harry come do you pick her up do you take her by the hand I take her by the hand I pick her up. Right. I've already picked her up. <laughs> so let's Human get you to the doctor. Uh, right. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Max. I... <laughs> All right. All right, let's go. What are you guys waiting for? I'm already going so, I'm assuming you two follow. I take point. I'm not going to let Max go into this alone or out front when he got a kid's on his shoulder. Okay, so the three of you make your way back to this busy hallway. Max, you and Bobby notice what Caleb was saying earlier that the infer- what we're calling the infirmary is filled with people who are sick and coughing and you just smell diarrhea from the bedpans. You're not quite sure what's going on. And in the middle of all this, you see Dr. Harry Olson. Tell us what Dr. Harry looks like. Dr. Harry is... Middle-aged, but graying hair, um, kind of just a little bit heavy set. Um, got a little bit of a gut, um, but overall, he looks pretty healthy. Um, got, like I said, graying salt and pepper hair um, and uh, kind of piercing blue eyes. He's wearing a, a white lab coat just that he found in one of the scrub closets. Yeah, obviously. All doctors have to have white lap coats, right? Yeah. Identifying mark. Yeah. Doctor, doctor, we have a sick kid. Get out of the way. What what seems to be the problem? It's the same problem we've heard that other people have. She's coughing her lungs out. Coughing? Nobody else is coughing. What? So I I, I put her, I put her, yeah, I'm going to put her down on the bed next to us. All right. And tell, tell the doctor here what's wrong. My, my, my throat is, is. It's it's just so sore. It's <coughs> and I'm I'm super sweaty. Sweaty. As as soon as she says that, I start checking her for bites. Okay. Uh, you don't think one of them got in and got to her, do you? I need you to assess a bad situation. Well, he's looking. I'm gonna lay her down on the bed, um, mm-hmm. and start. What kind of medicine situation do we have? Very minimal, like basic, like Tylenol and like maybe some Benadryl. Like it's it's like a first aid kit. That's it that you've got to work with. Okay. 
all the other medicines, you would assume that no one's raided the hospital, that they're all in the hospital itself. Okay. I'm going to give her a Tylenol. Not two, just one. She's a child after all. You're not going to take the uh, Dr. Cox approach and just throw a whole bunch of Tylenol and see what what's not six. Not a child. <laughs> two misses. Yeah, you you look and uh, you don't notice anything. That's it's, a relief. It's amazing that nothing appears like you can't see anything wrong with her. Do you have eyes? <laughs> you got to tell us what's going on with her. She's clearly not been bitten. Preacher man took a look. <laughs> so I want to do a once over. Um, can I just kind of take a look to see if I can find any other symptoms, any redness, any swelling, any... Yeah, so go ahead and assess a bad situation. That'll be from the survivor deck. Yep. Damn. Um, I count as a triumph and take a stress. Okay. An opportunity. Okay. Yeah, okay. So you're kind of giving her the good old doctor once over, you know, taking a mallet and hitting her knee to check her reaction, you know, palpating her throat to, and seeing if her glands are swollen or not. So Ooh, that looks fun. <laughs> By the way, would this count as taking charge of the situation was in which a survivor is injured? Then I would mm -hmm. use this to reveal I'm a doctor. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, doctor. Doc, you're a doctor? <laughs> That's I never knew that about you. He's a pure blooded doctor, American wow. doctor at that. Um yeah, so as you're probing her stomach, you touch an area and she kind of winces away. Um yeah. I'm gonna pull her shirt up. Not all the way, just over. Yeah. Um, she goes, um, so you notice that, um, like, as you touch her stomach, like, she wins away. Mm -hmm. As you lift up the shirt, she's actually got, like, um, she's got, like I said, that, that dress on that's like a Ragdy Ann dress with suspenders. You unbutton them, pull it down, and lift the shirt up that's underneath. And as you do, you notice this putrid smell come out and it's you just see a whole bunch of blood. That's all you can see at the moment. No, oh, that it does not get uh, we don't have any way to treat bites, mm -hmm. do we? No, okay. Doc, we don't know that that's a bite yet. We can't we can't jump to conclusions. This is a little girl who's been in our hospital. Yeah, but out of character, bites are certain. Death. Yes, bites are certain yeah. death. You don't know how long it, you know, it'll take because it varies, but they are a certain death. I give her another time. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like good treatment to me, Doc. I trust you. Um, I try to clean the wound. Um, okay. And yeah, it. so you, you take your little spray bottle of water and clean the wound as best as you can. I said, Doc, I've seen a lot of people get bit. I've been running around for a while. Can I take a look and see if I think... Yeah, sure. All right, I'm going to, would that be assess a bad situation? Mm -hmm. Doc, yeah. I just, I don't doubt you, but I just, I'm real good. I've seen a lot of these kinds of, my background has given me a lot of chance to see wounds and uh, that's a triumph. All right, nice. hand those back to me because I'm going to do some. Sorry. Yeah, so you, you sit there and try and assess and you can clearly see this is a bite. Doc, we got a real problem here. This girl, she, something got in and bit her and... With all the talk of bites going on, I am going to attempt to calm an NPC to make sure that the little girl doesn't do anything rash. She she she's looking at you guys and she's just wide eyed, filled with fear when you say the word bite. 
Am I going to die? No, we can. This doc's real good. He can treat that. And I got to triumph. Yeah. Okay. So what do you say to her to calm down? Okay. I'm going to kneel down next to her. I'm going to grab her hand and I'm going to say, Georgina, you need to understand that everything that happens is all part of the Lord's plan. You will be watched out for in one way or another. Well, don't look good. <laughs> how how is King bit by by a zombie part of the Lord's plan? You're going to help us understand how this works. Explain the problem of evil, <laughs> Pastor. <laughs> to a three-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Four-year-old, first of all. Okay. okay. You're you're replacing a very heavy role playing card for me right now, sir. <laughs> okay, so at the moment, you have someone who is very clearly going to turn. What do you do? Hey, Chris. Hey, pay attention over there. What are you doing? Well, Ben, I'm looking at our wonderful, exclusive Patreon. You get bonus episodes, extra content, episodes two weeks early, and you can even get a shout out and fan requests and the names of NPCs. Okay, well, I really appreciate you looking at that. You do realize you're on the podcast, right? That's for listeners. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Go, cool, cool. All right, just just focus back up. We got stuff to do over here. Okay. Thanks. So, getting back into things, you have Georgina, which wasn't that your rat's name? That's yeah, why I thought. That's, okay, that's where I all came right, up. Cool. That's why I cheered yeah. when you first said it. Georgina the fifteenth. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Georgina the fourth. First she of all, wait, wait, she's no, four she years got, old. She got bit by a rat. She's turning into one. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's how the cart does it. Okay. How do you think those swarms become swarms? It's not so far off from being true for Nosferatu. Yeah. So you guys are sitting around asking Georgina how she got bit, and she is wheezing and coughing, and she tells you that she was out in the courtyard. And one of the security guards that was patrolling came up and grabbed her and she tried to run away and he bit her on the stomach. And then she slowly made her way through the hospital. She said none of the other zombies that she passed seemed to care when she was bit. It was almost like they ignored her. And then she came through the double doors that are usually chained and started roaming the bottom of the hospital when the lights came back on. Yes. Well, you were very Was brave. the security guard seemingly acting normal when he approached you? He, <laughs> he bit me. <laughs> Pitch me right Don't answer for the child, child Maxim. <laughs> he, was, he was stumbling a little bit. Almost like... Almost like my dad did when he would come home from a long night at the bar. Oh, my Shit. God. Why you got to put that evil on us, huh? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know what? She had grown up being an alcoholic, too. It can just be over with. <laughs> I don't mean that. <laughs> you complain and then you make it worse. I know. I know. I know. Listen, do you... How long ago did this happen? I, I don't know. It happened when the lights were off and then... I will, when the lights turned back on, I was back in the hospital and you guys found me. And now I'm here and you'll make me all better, right? Well, Doc. Well. At that, I'm going to pat her hand. 
at that, I'm going to pat her hand and I'm going to say, I am going to leave you in the good doctor's hands. I believe there's other things that need to be dealt with as well. Continue to be strong. And then I'm going to head off. I'm going to try to find Louisa again. Doc, we've made some hard choices before. I think we're in one of those hard positions again. I agree. I don't think that we got to. Well, I don't know what you think. We can't keep her here. Got to at least keep her a couple of days by herself and see if maybe somehow one of the security guards has just gone crazy and bitter. Do we have a room that we could quarantine her in? <laughs> I don't know. They got, how do they, how do they take care of unruly patients? You'd know that. I. Well, surely there's something in the psych ward. Yeah. Have we cleared the psych ward yet? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been here long enough. You would know that you have not cleared the psych ward. Yeah, yeah let's go face off against some zombies on antipsychotics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet they're nice and artistic and creative. Their groans are slightly higher pitched. <laughs> Doc, I got bad news. Uh, clearing the psych ward, it's on the to-do list, but it's kind of kind of far down on that list. All of a sudden, uh, one of the patients goes, Doc, I, I don't feel so good. And his face just looks pure white. And it's just liquid diarrhea coming out of him. Oh. I go over to him and I pull his shirt up and pinch his skin, testing his elasticity of his skin. Um, and I uh, try to get his pulse, see what his pulse is yeah, doing. Yeah, his pulse is super thready. Um, and you can tell he is super dehydrated. Like, yeah. just massively dehydrated. Do we have IVs? Um, you do not. So okay. the best you can do is, like, you got a bucket of water there that you can, like, just scoop water into his mouth if you want to try and hydrate him that way. Yeah, that's that's all I can do. I'll, I'll do okay. That. Yeah, you do that. And you see some color come back, but he doesn't really get better. Mm -hmm. And then you have another patient who's been here probably the longest who is no longer having diarrhea, but they look, their face looks super sunken. And all of a sudden you hear, um, Courtney, your charge nurse. And I use air quotes here as charge nurse because Courtney is just someone who, um, you know, is your helper. All she, she has, she's has no medical training whatsoever, but you've taught her like how to do check pulses and that kind of stuff. And she rushes over to this person and she checks and she goes, Doc, I think this one's gone. So I, I want to go check him. Okay. Yeah, you check his pulse. Check to see, you put your ear up next to his mouth to see if he's breathing. Nothing. Okay. Um, what was her name again? Courtney. Courtney. Yeah, Courtney, I, th I think you're right. I think uh, I think we've, we've got another one that's not not made it. And I'd reveal my trauma, um, which is deadened. Um, so I never mark stress due to violence or death, and no one can interfere with my draws, but I cannot go on point. But I'm I'm pretty jaded to all this. Yeah, you've seen a lot of death, especially, yep. you know, in these last six months since Z-Day. Yep. Um, yeah, what do you... At Actually, at that moment, uh, Caleb and Louisa walk back in, and Louisa goes, Doc, uh, what, what's the diagnosis here? Louisa, aren't you also a physician? Didn't we say you were an ER surgeon? Yeah. ER specialist? 
I am. However, he's our resident doctor. I am trying to manage our enclave, as you well know, oh, Bobby Simmons. That's why we call you manager. That's right. Well, I think we've got a cholera outbreak. Did I just hear you say cholera? You might want to wash your hands. You don't think it's you don't think it's in the water, do you? I mean, in the number that's in it's infected, it could be. Do we have any antibiotics? You do not. Damn, we don't I, yeah. anything. What kind of hospital yeah, you, is this? You really don't. Well, they, well, they got, got pretty fucking right? cleaned out. Yeah. It yeah. used to be a horse hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the ketamine? You, you oddly have a lot of Viagra, though. Just <laughs> um, at least we can go down swinging. Well, um, I, I believe the, the treatment would be broad-spectrum antibiotics, right? You, you agree? Certainly. Well, we have two problems. We have more than two problems, but go ahead. Got 99 problems and a bitch is one of them. That's right. <laughs> Do not talk about her like that. I hear, I hear little Georgina is uh, not long for this world. We're not. We don't know. <laughs> Stories she tells, it could have just been one of our security guards went crazy. I don't think any of us is prepared to have that on our conscience. I think we got to restrain her and see what happens. I think we need to locate said security guard. If they're a zombie, they're going to infect a lot more people. I agree, Preacher Man. But we got to restrain the one that we know about first. We, we can restrain her. We, we have restraints that we can, we can put on her. And I can post a security guard here. We're getting awfully thin on those. But I think it's best that we, we post one. Um, but I think this cholera outbreak is a far, far bigger issue. People hey. die within a day of catching this. In fact, Luke, he just came in here less than 12 hours ago with diarrhea. And now he's he's dead. Well, what do we need to go find to fix this? We got to fix our water supply. We got to do some kind of treatment to that. We got to well, we, find some drugs. Yeah, we need we need a lot of antibiotics. And I think... Yeah, I the think potable water. Do we have a way to boil water? Um, sure, there's a kitchen yeah. So, so, so there's a small kitchen with us. You know, like you only have about twenty four now, twenty three people that you're feeding, right? So it's like a camp stove with like pots. Can I get one person on duty just boiling water? Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's a smart course. And she runs over and yells at Arthur and says, Arthur, go get the camp stove and start boiling our water. Um, Doc, you're the only one besides myself who's going to know what antibiotics we need. I think that Bobby, Caleb, you and Max, the three of you, I think you can keep him safe, right? Yeah, only if Marcus comes along with us, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't afford to lose Marcus right now. I, I agree, but you can't afford to lose me either, Louisa. And I, I happen to agree that Marcus needs to stay here. He needs to be on lookout for that apparent zombie security guard. I like the way nope. you talk. Marcus is a real bright up-and-comer. He can solve that problem. Well, I, 
Marcus is going to be at the landing protecting the Enclave. I will send out a pair of guys to go find this security guard. Tell them to be careful. Apparently this apparently this security guard was good enough to fool these Georgina here. Well, Georgina's four, so it's not that hard to, to fool a four-year-old, but I will tell them to be careful. You'll be surprised. I wouldn't I wouldn't bet on beating a four-year-old in the game of pretend any day. I think your best bet for antibiotics is going to be in the pharmacy. There was one on the third floor just past the um, psych unit. Has anyone been up there since this happened? No, that's an off-limits place. It is currently boarded up and has a bunch of chairs and tables over it to keep from it being opened. Why would we want anyone to go into an unsecure part of the hospital? If there were supplies up there. Unfortunately, we haven't had time. I think it's I think it's the right move. Thank you. So is there is there a duffel bag or like a large bag I can take? Yeah, I think you can find a large bag. Oh yeah. 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 I think at least it's down in that security room we were in before. No, I, I think in the supply closet there would be a large like duffel bag. Yeah, but I think I'm headed back down there so we can all arm ourselves again. Okay. All right, I'm thinking we're going to be real careful about this because if we're going in the unsecured floor, I think some kind of way of getting all of the zombies that are waiting there into one spot where we can just deal with them all at once. I'd prefer to trap them rather than deal with them. I'd agree with that. If we can get them corner of the room, my, my air shaft idea from earlier is strong. Might need some more. <laughs> so, um, I... I don't think there are going to be that many zombies up there. Um, we've we've been having patrols go by there, obviously, and they've noticed nothing. But how can they know if they haven't gone in there? I mean, we haven't even found that, counting of who was in the hospital at the time. That, that is, you know, something that's difficult to know, right? With all respect, Louisa, we had one of our security guards bit this little girl, so I don't have a great deal of confidence in our ability to secure any part of this hospital. For once, you and I agree. I think that's fair. Um, and she walks, you guys... I'm going to assume that you all grab like bats and stuff and okay, bats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't we won't role play that. But uh, she walks you guys to the third floor door that leads into the psych wing and, you know, starts pulling chairs off tables off and says, if you get the chance and you can't come back this way, then go back downstairs and come into the ground floor like you normally would. Sounds like a plan. Very well. Um and she opens the doors and says, I'm going to post someone right here. And she actually uh, posts Jacob, who is one of the cops that is on the security force. You see that he has a pistol. Um, she turns to him and says, Jacob, don't use the gun if you can help it. Try and keep things as silent as possible. We don't want to have multiple egress points for zombies. If we make it back, we will knock quietly and rhythmically. So listen. Okay. Will do. What comes to mind is just these kids shows that our kids watch all the time where the parents develop a secret knock with mm -hmm. the kids. Knockity, knock, 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 knockity, knock, 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 knock. Exactly. You guys start walking down a hallway 
Um, and like all hospitals, between wings, they're big glass walkways, right? You will enter into the psych wing and you immediately notice that there are, you know, some rooms, door slightly ajar, nothing in there really. Um, and you keep walking and you come to what looks to be like a big glass room almost, uh, filled with children's desks and little hand drawing. Like it was almost like an art therapy room. Um, and you keep walking and you're almost to the end and you hear bells and it's like a, a jingle bell. Like, uh, you would almost hear on like a cat's collar and it just goes tingling, tingling, tingling. And you all kind of look around for where the, the noise is coming from. And they're blocking the door between the psych wing and what would be the um, pharmacy is the biggest, like, the best way I can describe him is a super fat clown zombie. No. And he is just oh, snarling God. with spit and saliva slithering down his mouth gnashing his teeth and that's where we're going to end this episode yes. yes i think they'd remember if he was up here <laughs> hey guys we're monster game night thank you so much for joining us this evening i'm russell your storyteller and i'm joined at the table by chris playing harry Nick playing Maximilian, Ben playing Caleb Swarson, and Mike playing Bobby Simmons. Tune in next session. We release an episode every other Monday. Also, you should check out our Patreon. We release exclusive behind-the-scenes content and some of our extra episodes that are too spicy to post on our main podcast feed. Anyway, we'd love to hear from you on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit at Monster Game Night. Also, please give us a rating, write a review, and tell your friends and family about the show if you enjoyed it. Word of mouth is the best way for a small, independent show like ours to grow. I hope that you can come to our next Monster, Monster Game, Game Night. Night.